ಓಂ ಅಜ್ಞಾನತಿ ನಿರಂದಸ್ಯಾಂಜನ ಸಲಕಾಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರು ಮಿಳಿತಂಗೇನ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುವೇ ನಮ ಅಜುನುಲಂಬಿತ ಭುಜೋ ಕನಕಾವಧಾತು ಸಂಕೀರ್ತನಾಯಕ ಪಿತರೋ ಕಮಲಾಯ ತಕ್ಷೋ ವಿಶ್ವಂಬರೋ ದ್ವಿಜ್ವರೋ ಯುಗಧಾರ್ಮಪಾಲೋ ವಂದೇ ಜಗತ್ಪ್ರಿಯಕರೋ ಕರುಣಾವತಾರೋ ಸೊ ಫಾರ್ಮಲ್ ಟಾಕ್ ಬಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದೈಸ್ So tomorrow we'll be observing that, fasting, and uh, until dusk, at which time we'll take prashad, which will be uh, without any grains. Uh, That's how it's t- to be observed. Dusk, of course, is the time of Sri uh, Nishinga's appearance, for good reason. And, um, and we cannot talk about... Nishinga Bhagavan without talking about Prahlad also. So I wanted to talk a little bit about Prahlad Maharaj uh, today and tomorrow a little bit more about Narasimha. But let's see what comes. With regard to the Leela of uh, Sri Narasimha Dev, it's um, in- useful for us Uh, instructive for us to think about the significance of, of Leela and how it is motivated and, and uh, fueled and, and so forth. Uh, there's similarities between that and our life hmm, within the realm of karma. Everything is resting on a sea of desire. Hmm. So this uh, Leela of Narasimhadev, it comes from one small desire. Hmm? Bhagavan, Narayana, hmm? in Vaikuntha, had a desire. <coughs> And from that small desire, just see what happened. This Leela of Narasimhadev is part of several Leelas. Hmm? described in Bhagavatam, taking a long period of time, influencing the whole of the universe, then the Sringa Leela itself is probably the most uh, significant of them. Of the, of the forms of the Lord that are discussed in Bhagavatam, other than Krishna himself, which Bhagavatam is principally about, the discussion of Nasringa Dev, I believe, uh, covers more ground uh, than any other, even Ram. <coughs> Something is dedicated to Ram in the ninth canto of Bhagavatam, but only a few, couple chapters. Nasinga Devas Leela is talked about in, from third canto on here and there, and of course seventh canto is practically dedicated to this Leela. And it's, uh, <coughs> rather, it's described quite extensively. Hmm? So, at any rate, from a small desire of Narayan, So much happened. Hmm? What was his desire? He had a desire for what we call vira, virarasa. Virarasa. Vira means to be a hero. Vira means heroic. Hmm? And there are four kinds of heroic uh, expressions of, of, of virarasa. Hmm? There's Dhanavir, Dayavir, Dharmavira, 
and Yudhavira. Hmm? Dhanavira means heroic, uh, like chivalry. Hmm? Like to give in charity magnanimously, hmm? to show heroism through through chivalry. Dharmavira means to throw, show, express heroism through um, religion, hmm? like a dharmaraj, for example. And uh, dhyavir means to show heroism through compassion, showing mercy, kindness, like a heroic, kind person, like a king who's compassionate to his citizens. And yudha, yudha means to fight. So yudhavir means to heroism in actual fighting. So Bhagawan Narayan had a desire for yudhavira. But there's no much place for yudhavira in Vaikuntha. <laughs> that uh, we find that in Krishna Lila, and it's quite prominent because Krishna, of course, is a cowherd, and amongst being a cowherd, he has friends who are his equals. Amongst equals, he um, often expresses himself in uh, this uh, sentiment, which is um, uh, augments that friendly sentiment of Sakyabhav. So Krishna's always wrestling with his friends and fighting with demons and so forth. And his friends are also um, enthusiastic for that, coming for a challenge uh, to, to, to help Krishna fight some demon or to fight amongst themselves. And boastfully they describe their own heroic qualities and so forth. So this is very so very common to Sakyarasa. I mentioned before that... Um, Actually, somebody asked me a question recently. A devotee wrote me and was concerned because Prabhupada had said somewhere that, oh, in, uh, in America or in, in the West, he was walking in India with some devotees, he said, in the West, if, uh, if they don't take to Krishna consciousness, if the demons don't take to Krishna consciousness, then we will, uh, we will, we will kill them. Hmm? <laughs> or drop the atom bomb on them or something like that. And so we thought, well, what kind of thing is this to be saying? It's like really too much for, you know, he's supposed to be a guru and, and also how, we how do we understand that? So I explained in this way that in Sakyabhav, in a, that friendly relationship with Krishna, then this is also very prominent, this virarasa, yudhavira. Hmm? We find it in Vrindavan Dastakur when he says, and if they don't listen to ch take the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's t mercy, then I kick on their heads with face with shoes. It's like like saying I drop an atom bomb on them, something like that. Yeah. So it's a, this is a, this is a, if you have to understand such great devotees are functioning based on the influence of the sarup shakti, not maya shakti. Hmm? <coughs> so we have to always see them in light of that and understand, try to understand things about them with that context, otherwise they'll obviously be misunderstood. Hmm? So, of course, Prabhupada would never have us do anything like that, but thinking of there are demons in the West. Huh. Hmm. They're not interested in Krishna. Let's get them. We, we'll, we'll destroy them then if they won't listen to Krishna. So sometime this will, this will come out. Hmm? But for Narayan and Vaikuntha, who, who, who will he fight with there? Everyone is obedient, Dasya, Bhakta, Shanta Bhakta, and so on. Nanarayan, of course, has many avatars. And 
some people also see Krishna as an avatar of Narayan. Hmm? And so that aspect is also present in Vaikuntha, different from Goloka. The reality of some that Krishna is the incarnation of Narayan actually has uh, substance to it. Hmm? <coughs> like Gopkumar, when he went to Vaikuntha, sometimes he saw Narayan. Narayan showed himself as Krishna, playing the pastimes of Krishna. This is Narayan showing himself as Krishna. Hmm? But this is a little different than the actual Goloka pastimes, where Krishna himself is performing those pastimes, mm -hmm. and Krishna being there being the source of Narayan. So a slightly different angle of vision. So all types of religious possibilities are, are there within certain, of course, parameters. Hmm? And Gaudiya Vaishnavism is wonderful in the sense that it speaks about all these things and, 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 and it, 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 it has quite an openness, if you will, compared to many other sampradayas um, that are bona fide. And in fact, we accept them as such when they may not accept one another, <laughs> neither, neither us. So, so Bhagavan Narayan had this desire and from that desire, this whole leela and other, so many other leelas have expanded the whole such a big affair influencing the whole world from the demigods on down for generations, um, even just the Nishringalila, what to speak of the, the others that were involved in this. What, is it, what, what do I mean by this? From this desire for Virarasa, Bhagavan's desire, he's such a sankalpa, whatever he desires has to happen. So a whole arrangement happened. What happened? The Kumars came to Baikuntha. Mm -hmm. Four Kumaras. They weren't led in by Jai and Bijai hmm? because uh, they were Ghanis, not Bhaktas. They couldn't get in. Meanwhile, they thought, hey, what's this? We can go anywhere because we have no bias. You understand? We are equi-minded equi to everybody. We're not attached to anything hmm? inordinately. We have no material attachment so we don't see one better than another. And material attachment causes people to see one better than another. Friends, enemies, yours, mine, this is material existence. We should learn this lesson. They didn't have that. So when they came to Baikuntha and Jai and Vijay didn't let them in, they thought, what's this? Some bias, some prejudice, some discrimination. This is uh, offense. Cursed the gatekeepers. Meanwhile, Narayan is in his palace. He hears this the commotion at the gates of Baikuntha. Jai and Vijay are, the, are at the first gates. There are about maybe seven gates. Shraddha, Sadhu Sangha, Bhajanakriya, <coughs> like this. Hmm? Anartha Nivriti, Nishta, Ruchi, Asakti. They're at the first gate. And so this commotion is going on. Narayan comes from his palace and to see what, what what's taking place. Meanwhile, this whole thing was caused by his desire. I want to experience Virarasa. Now who can he experience Virarasa with? Shall he fight with the demons and experience Virarasa? Is that possible? What is the tattva on this? You should know. 
Can Narayan experience Virarasa fighting with a demon? No. 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 Why? Because rasa is the fruit of bhakti. And what is bhakti? Bhakti must be, for it to be bhakti, it must be anukul. Anukulyena Krishna Anushilanam. The culture of love of Krishna is acts that are favorable to Bhagwan, hmm? pleasing to him, with the heart, with the desire to please him. It may look otherwise, Mother Yasoda is chasing him with a stick, but she loves him. Other people may be praising him in so many ways, but in their desire, in their heart, they have some other, other desire. Hmm? So a demon has no, who's inimical towards Krishna, he's not engaged in anukul. Hmm? Kamsa was absorbed in thoughts of Krishna, but they weren't anukul favorable. Hmm? So it's not considered bhakti. So Narayan may kill such people, but they get, they get some kind of liberation. But he doesn't taste uh, <coughs> rasa with, with them. So if he is to taste rasa, it has to be with his devotee. He becomes the object of love, the devotee becomes the, the bearer of that love, the, the, the vessel of that love. And when these two combine, then that aesthetic experience is, is, is at hand. So he needed to have some fight with some devotees hmm, in order to taste Virarasa. So by the, by the force of his desire, the Kumars came. They shouldn't have cursed Jai and Vijay. This is Vaikuntha. But they misunderstood. And Jai and Vijay, uh, then Narayan came out and said, What happened? Oh, I have offended you, he said. Bhagwan told the Kumars, I have offended you. When Bhagwan said, I have offended you, the Kumars woke up. They thought, oh my God, this is Narayan. And when he says, I have offended you, what is, it, what is the implication of that? The implication is that he identifies with all these people of Vaikuntha. Whatever they do, he identifies with. They don't act independently of his his will. So they, the Kumars, thought, we've offended Narayan. Hmm? Meanwhile, Narayan said, oh, oh, my gatekeepers, why do they treat you like this? That's a, they shouldn't have done that. Hmm? Meanwhile, Kumars are feeling like very humble at this point. They want to retract their curse. But Narayan says, no, 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 you made a curse. Uh, it must be upheld. So I give Jai Vijay, the gatekeepers, the choice. Either you can take birth seven times as my devotees in the world or three times as demons. Either way, they're devotees. Their position doesn't change. So they chose three times as demons. Why? Because they could get out and back to the Kinevaikundu that much faster. Yeah. Hmm? Three births. Also, you may know that Narada has made a comment that the way in which the demons become absorbed in Krishna is quite uh, uh, noteworthy, hmm? very <coughs> powerful. We should become absorbed like that, favorably. So, anyway, this led to the three births of Hiranyaksha, Hiranyakasipu, Ravan and Kumbhakarna, Shishupal and Dantavakra, in three successive leaders. One little desire on the part of Narayan 
created all these leelas and all the influence it had on so many people, as I say, from the gods in heaven all the way down to even Pataloka came after Prahlad's grandfather or grandson, Bali, hmm? ended up in Patal and, and uh, with uh, the grace of Vamana and so on and so forth. A huge event. So, it should be noted by us that the little desire, you should be very careful. Hmm? Little desire of Narayan, see what happens. One little desire from us that's not in concert with Krishna consciousness, that could keep us in this world for many, 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 many lifetimes. Hmm? One desire leads to a situation, to other desire. Resting on a sea of desire, our whole life is based on that. How we desire, that's everything. You keep good association, <coughs> hmm? you'll get a desire for Krishna consciousness. I see that coming more and more in all of you. I don't know where you're getting the good association, but I see it coming. You're forming reading groups to hear about Krishna, hmm? to chant about and so forth, and study the books and these things, pay attention to your japa. And all. We had to build this up like Prabhupada did when he was here. Created such a powerful, supportive environment that, uh, that uh, it was hard to have any other, other desire. Desire for Krishna, that's another thing. Hmm? Narayan's desire for rasa, <coughs> we will have desire for that also in time, but not until all material desires go away. So we should monitor our life and see the desires are coming, where are they taking us? We can only see so far they will take us, but I can guarantee you, they will take you much further than that. <laughs> hmm? Much further, and implicate you so it's such a web hmm, of misconception. Hmm? After all, these material desires are deception. Hmm? They are based on a deception that I think that I'm this body, that the demands of my mind and senses that will be in my interest. This is deception, hmm? and it said, "Oh, what a web one weaves when at first he desires to deceive." Hmm? <coughs> So all material desires are based on deception and what a web it creates. Hmm? Very entangling. We are so fortunate that Nanayan will come from time to time, send his representative hmm? to extract us. Just like I found a little bee in a web today of a spider and took him out. <laughs> hmm? What are the chances that, that would happen? Who does that? You know? Narayan does that for us. He comes. Little desire to taste rasa, and then the ramifications of that, his fulfilling that, are extraordinary, and they affect our lives. So we should be careful how we desire. We should develop Krishna desire. This is what Prahlad had. Prahlad had that kind of desire. He's devotee of Krishna. It's mentioned in Bhagavatam when the, the qualities of, of, of Prahlad are discussed. Vasudeva Bhagavati. Hmm? He was the body of Vasudeva. That means Krishna. Hmm? Krishna Graha. Grihitatma. Hmm? Krishna Graha. Graha means like astrological influence, like a planet. Hmm? Grihitatma. He was absorbed in such a way as if 
his life was revolving around the Krishna planet. Hmm? Krishna's influence in the world. Hmm? It was revolving around that. This is devotee. Hmm? Govinda Parirambitaha is described there. Completely absorbed in Govinda. He was devotee of Krishna. Of course, he's devotee of Krishna as the incarnation of Narayan. Hmm? And Vaidhi Bhakti of Vaikuntha, not of Dwaraka, hmm? where Krishna is still the source of Narayan. So he is a devotee of Krishna in the context of Krishna's appearing as avatar of Narayan, as a, as a phase of Narayan. Hmm? But he was absorbed in Krishna consciousness, Prahlad, with absolutely no material desire. Hmm? Bhagavan even came to test him in that regard. Not a pinch of material desire in Prahlad. Hmm? After the Shingadev performed his lila and killed Karanyakasipu, you know, he offered benediction to Prahlad. And only Prahlad could satisfy him. All the devas, nobody could satisfy him. Hmm? Because they all had some material desire. Prahlad had no material desire. And to demonstrate that, and why Prahlad was dear to him, hmm? Bhagavan Nashinga tested him right there before everybody and said, I want you to take a benediction. I'm Bhagavan, I've come. Take benediction from me. He said, I don't want anything. You can't say that to me. I've come to give you a benediction. I'm a God. <laughs> you can't say I don't want. That's what I do. I come. Everybody wants my benediction. Take. No, I don't want anything. Hmm? Nothing? So many things that Bhagwan offered. What about this? What about that? No, nothing, nothing. You must take something. Take bhakti. Hmm? No, I don't want anything. Hmm? Of course, he already had bhakti. Narayan Nishinga Bhagavan insisted, oh, if you want, if I have to take something, he said, okay, I, if you want, if you want that I want to take, and I, um, then okay, then, that's bhakti, then I will do that, what you want. So I want that my father will become um, <coughs> also a devotee. <coughs> Bhagavan said, oh, that's already gone. That's a given. Hmm? That's already done. Of course, he's already a devotee, as we heard. He's from, he's one of the gatekeepers. But, <laughs> Bhagavan Singha said, oh, that's a, a given. There's so many people in your family for generations to come will be devotees also. Hmm. Anyway, he tested him. He showed he has no material desire. Hmm. Akinchan, ekatma. Hmm. Ekantabhakta. One-minded. We should be one-minded about becoming Krishna conscious. Yes, we have so many things we have to do in the world and so on. This should be just seen as habit. Habit. I have to do that by habit. If you become absorbed in thinking of Krishna, don't think you will lose sight of your necessities, material necessities. Don't think like that. Krishna will arrange for everything. Hmm? Become absorbed in Krishna consciousness. Go about your daily work. Hmm? Krishna will cover for you. Hmm? It will become just a habit. You go on without thinking about it. Just like you have things that you do without thinking about them that you need to do to maintain your body, right? Hmm? You don't think about it. Now I'm hungry, now I should eat. Sometimes you do, but you just eat. Hmm? You bathe. Hmm? Every day you don't think, I'm dirty, how much dirt is on me? Do I need to bathe? So certain things that, that, that are necessary materially in your life, they go on, they happen, but you don't have to give much thought to them. Hmm? You don't have to give a lot of thought to them. Some of the extension of that, 
hmm, your work and so forth. If you be, give your time, all free time to Krishna, and in between, hmm, your coffee break, hmm, get home, get in the car, turn on the CD, this way, that kind of, this way, spending your time, those things will start to go on automatically. You find you don't even have to think about them. And the job will be there, income will come, you go through it, eventually you have life inside, Krishna conscious life. So try to become like this, one-minded. Life is very, very short. We are a lucky, small group of people. We can band together like this and go back to Godhead together. Hmm? We should create an atmosphere that's conducive for that. Hmm? See the devotion of Prahlad. What a great devotee. No material desire, such selflessness hmm? and devotion to, to, to God absorbed in Krishna consciousness to the extent that he had great problems and see how the Lord arranged to solve the problem how did he become like that that's a good question how did he get such faith in Krishna how did he develop like this hmm? it's said in the previous life that Prahlad was a young lad young man and he became attached to a prostitute and, of course, she took all his money and then she didn't care about him anymore. But he had developed attachment for her and she had no feeling for him. Because generally the prostitutes, they have no feeling for their clients. They just have feeling for the money. Hmm? They have to have no feeling, practically. Hmm? Turn themselves off and go through the motion to get the money. So he was out of money. Sorry, she was no longer interested. So, But he was attached so he left that place and he went out and it was a storm, it was raining and he got lost and uh, confused and had to find some place of shelter, found himself in the forest and, and there was an old dilapidated structure there. So he went in and got shelter from the rain and all night he wept. Oh, I should see what happened to me. I became attached to this lady and now I've been kicked in the face like this. How foolish I am. I know better. And he wept. The thoughts of that prostitute kept coming in his head and he tried to get them out of his head. Spent the whole night like that. Meanwhile, the prostitute started to suddenly feel sorry for that guy. He was a nice... Of all the clients I've had, he was really a nice guy. He had some piety about him and I never thought he should have even been here anyway and I treated him so harshly and I should go out and find him actually maybe I should give up this business of being a prostitute hmm. altogether and I'll just be with him and we'll live a pious life and this way she went out and looked for him and it was raining and she couldn't find him she found the same old dilapidated building hmm Ended up going inside, weeping all night long, thinking, oh, how I mistreated him, and he was actually such a good person, and what kind of life I've been leading, and so on. And then rain ceased, morning sun came up. They had both, neither one knew that each one was in on the other side of the building. Sun came up, they realized it was an old temple, an old dilapidated temple. And it happened to be a codice that they spent the night there, fasting, repenting inside the temple of God. Then they met one another. You're here? and you're, Oh, and they talk. 
And this way they discussed one another's position and so forth. And this was his previous life. Hmm? What happened at that time? Both of them, they got sukriti, bhakti sukriti, because they observed ekadasi, repenting their sins, hmm? and fasting, staying up all night. This is all part of the ekadasi brat. Go to different ways to perform it, but in the strict sense, they stay up all night and repent or, or glorify the Lord or both and, and so on. Hmm? They did it in a temple. You can get sukriti from this. And Sukriti gives birth to faith hmm? and devotion to Krishna. This is an important point because you can't get Sukriti just from anything and everything. It's not that every every new initiated devotee, every time he passes air and somebody comes nearby, they get Sukriti. Hmm? Don't think like that. Hmm? No, but observing a codice, this is a very important part of, of Krishna consciousness. You ask me why? I cannot say why. I can't tell you that it's in the scripture. It's called Hari's Day, and you can think about it practically if you like. In some ways you can say, well, if everybody fasted two days a month from grains, you know how much grains that would make available, and so many hungry people could have grains, and so on and so forth. And there are some practical ways to think about it. But beyond all that, this comes from the scripture. Hmm? And uh, it's, a, it's stressed by our acharyas, as Hadi's day, 11th day of the waning and the waxing of the moon, this should be observed. Don't think, well, I'm a rag, and the ragmarg, I don't have to observe these kind of things. So even the ragmarg, this is stressed. Hmm? This is favorable to that observance of the codice. So it should be followed. It's not difficult in the simplest way you can follow, by avoiding eating grains. Hmm? And if you do that on the codice, and you think, I'm, why I'm doing this, why I feel a little hunger, a little inconvenience, think of Prahlad. It won't happen tomorrow, perhaps, that you'll become a Prahlad. But the point is that observance of these kind of things, like a codice, have great spiritual power in potential. Hmm? And the power and spiritual potential in it will manifest at some time. You should have faith in it. The story of Prahlad is um, an example to uh, demonstrate that to us. This is how he became Prahlad. I mean, he had a bad past in some senses, as I said, going with a prostitute. He got birth in the, uh, from Haranyakasipu and his wife. Not a good birth in one sense, because he was a demon, but again, inside he was really a devotee. Prahlad was born ostensibly as the son of a great uh, a demon. But what else happened to him? Hmm? That Sukriti that he got, got him in a unique situation where Narada Muni came. His wife had been stolen by the gods because they thought, oh, she's pregnant. This Hiranyakasipu has practically taken over the universe. He's so demonic. And what will his son be like? So they were, they had kidnapped the wife of Hiranyakasipu. Meanwhile, Narada came and preached Bhagavatam to that lady. But he sent his well-wishing to the son in the womb. Well-wishing of that devotee. Gave him more and more Sukriti. This is how faith in Bhakti comes. Over time, over lifetimes, this accumulation of the Sukriti. And we can do things now that will increase our Sukriti and, and build our faith. We should try to do these things. We should observe ecodicy. It's very, it will help us.
take a little trouble, little trouble. Such good um, can come from that for us, spiritual good. It could put Prahlad in a position here from Narada. This way he developed, and, and by the time he was taking birth, he was a bhakta. This is how he became a great Prahlad. It has a beginning in such a simple way. Hmm? So these devotional practices, they're very, very powerful. You won't maybe feel the power right away. But if you do them consistently hmm, and associate with, with, make a tight association with others for Krishna consciousness, you will start to feel your life is changing. And, it, and it, you'll feel it in the immediate. And so much is happening underneath the ground in the background. So much karma that you would have had to suffer. It's all being done away with. Hmm? As I said, oh, when one we first the saying goes, when one first chooses to deceive, what a tangled web we weave when at first we choose to deceive. So those desires that are material are a deception. They're based on, a de on the, de the, de the deception that I am the body. It's a huge entanglement of karma, and we're suffering from that. Hmm? The basis is avidya, this deception, thinking I'm the body. And so many klesha, so many sufferings come as a result of that. So many problems. It's absolutely a, a, just a tight, total can of worms. It's just such an entanglement. You cannot imagine. But these types of devotional activities, association with devotees, hearing, chanting, observing ecodicy, seeing the deity respectfully, bowing before the deity, wearing the garland of the deity, taking prashad, Bringing a, donating a cow to the ashram like that man did. These things have tremendous power. Bhagwan is pleased by these things. We cannot say why. We don't know him well enough. When we get to know him, we can understand why all these things are so pleasing to him. We can understand something from scripture here and there, but he's a person. So if he's a person, then he likes certain things. Certain things he doesn't like. Our business is not the reason why he likes them, but to find out which things he likes <laughs> and do those things. Hmm? That will endear us to him. And the beginning of that will be what? That so much karmic entanglement waiting to bear fruit, that will be destroyed. Cutting the, cutting the knot, cutting the strings of all these attachments hmm? and coming down to, to deal with the present situation. Don't further yourself. Careful what you desire. Desire Krishna consciousness. Keep an association that will foster that. See what happened to Prahlad. What happened to the prostitute? Did you ever think of that? Oh, now we should discuss that. What happened to her? Hmm? Well, Prahlad got the good fortune of Narada's association. Again, here's something very powerful. So, association of Narada, highest devotee, highest type of devotee. What path? Sarusanga, Sarusanga, Sarva Shastrika, Lava Matra, Sarusanga, Sarva Siddhi High. Moments association can just transform one's life. He became such a great devotee. And he's important to us, Prahlad. Although we are devotees of Krishna and we want to attain Braj Bhakti, Prahlad is a devotee of, of, of Vaikuntha, Narayan, Krishna and Vaikuntha. 
in Vidhi Bhakti, Vaidhi Bhakti, still he's important for us. He's right in such a prominent Leela in the Bhagavatam. He teaches us by his example all things that we have to pass through if we're to enter into Goloka, like being free from material desire, to being selfless and akinchana bhakta, one-minded. We have to think like Prahlad. Krishna will protect me. This is Sharanagati. Rakshik Shatidi Vishvashvo. You should have confidence. Vishvash, confidence. Krishna will protect me. And I will not seek any other protector, only Krishna. This would happen to Prahlad. And when he was tormented by Hiranyakasipu, Hiranyakasipu threw him off a cliff, Krishna caught him at the other end. Hiranyakasipu made him, gave him a cake full of poison. Here, have a cake, son. He wanted to kill him because his son was a devotee of Narayan, who was the enemy of, of Hiranyakasipu. What did Prahlad do with that cake? First he offered it to Narayan, to Krishna. It became Prashad. Hmm? Krishna was protecting him practically. Yoga Chemam Bahamiyam. He took care of him. We should have confidence like this. Hmm? Krishna will protect me. Hmm? Prahlad went through that kind of torture. Hmm? The Shringa Bhagavan came, ultimately manifested. It is also said that this uh, Narasimha is a manifestation of Krishna's chakra from Vaikuntha, which is the, the weapon of Narayan that protects the devotees. So a big arrangement for protection was needed. Hmm? And it, amongst all of the avatars, if we want to look at it like that, of Narayan, Krishna is still the cleverest. Of course, we look at it as Narayan is the incarnation of Krishna, but still, so a very clever appearance of Narayan to uh, taste this virarasa with um, Hiranyakasipu, who had the benediction from Brahma that he would not die in the night, neither in the day, not on land or on the sea or in the air, not by any mantra, not by any weapon, not by any, by any, uh, uh, any beast or any, any human or any god. And, so on and so forth. So, clever Krishna appeared as Narasimha Bhagavan and killed Naranyakasipu on his lap, not on the air, not on the sea, not on the land, not with any weapon, but just with his claws. Hmm? He was half man, half lion, neither man nor animal. Hmm? He did it at dusk, not in the day, that means, not at the night. Hmm? So, you, you cannot beat the system. You can be very clever, but never be more clever than Krishna. So Krishna came as Nasinga and he killed Haranyakasipu. The glory of Prahlad was shown to the whole universe. Everyone knew about it. All the devas and deva, deva, devas and devis witnessed this and came to offer prayers. None could satisfy him, roaring as he was, frightening the universe. Only the little Prahlad. Prahlad tasted rasa with, with Nasinga he had tasted Virasa with with uh, Hiranyakasipu, and now he's tasting Dasya Rasa with Prahlad. Prahlad is sometimes seen as Ashantarasa Bhakta, because in Brihat Bhagavatamrita, he's this aspect of him is described. How by meditation, without any practical service, he attained Bhagwan, and he always absorbed in meditation. That is not the only thing about Prahlad. 
Here he's Dasya Bhakta. How is he Dasya Bhakta? Nourishing is, 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 is like his father, treating him like a child. Why not Vatsalya Bhakti? From Bhagavan Nishinga's perspective, perhaps we can construe some kind of Vatsalya Bhakti if he's seeing Prahlad as the object of his love, himself to shelter. Because Bhagwan is rasa and rasika. He also tastes rasa. He can taste both sides to some extent. But when you have a devotee who sees Bhagwan like his father, this is a kind of dasya bhakti. Gaurava prita, Gaurava dasya. Like Krishna's sons in Dwarka, he has 10,000 sons, 10,000 or 10 million, I don't know. It's a type of dasya bhakti. So Prahlad is tasting that with Bhagavan Narasimha. Great devotee. See what happened to him. Small beginning, little Sukriti, got a good association. What happened to him? What happened to the prostitute? We have to continue. What happened with Prahlad? Is that all that happened to him? Hmm? He's the devotee of Krishna. Yes, Krishna from Narayan. That's true. Hmm? But still Krishna is special. He got a special blessing. What was that blessing? Then when Bhagavan would come as Gaur, Prahlad could also participate as Thakur Haridas. Some partial manifestation of Prahlad is there at Thakur Haridas. What happened to Thakur Haridas? He was tortured like Prahlad. And what happened to Haridas Thakur? He was protected like Prahlad by Gaur Krishna. Prahlad Mah- uh, Haridas Thakur is our Namacharya. How Prahlad can help us, you see? Hmm? An aspect of Prahlad has appeared as as Haridas Thakur. And he is the Acharya of chanting, which is our principal means of attaining the Lord. He taught the way of chanting, this Haridas Thakur, with the blessing of Mahaprabhu. Mahaprabhu named him Namacharya. And for his chanting, he was, he was tortured, beaten in 21 marketplaces by the Muslims, whipped. And, he, and, and, and then he, he should have died after the first one. He didn't die after 21 times. The guards, the whippers themselves became nervous. The king, they said, we'll have our heads if you don't die. He said, oh, I don't want to cause you any trouble. I'll die. He appeared dead. They threw him in the Ganga. He floated down, came up some miles back away, and there was Mahaprabhu. He saw Mahaprabhu. And what, what did he see on Mahaprabhu? All these marks of whips. He never felt a thing. Prahlad never felt a thing. It's not like Jesus in the Passion he, in the movie. He's feeling all this pain. He's being tortured and we're supposed to feel bad. Oh God, he's suffering so much. I, I, I should do something about it. I should feel guilty. If he's transcendental, why is he feeling any pain at all? Prahlad never felt anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Haridastakwa never felt anything. Tasting Krishna Nam, the bliss of Krishna Smarnam, in the case of Prahlad, Krishnanam in his appearances as uh, Haridas Thakur. And chanting and chanting and chanting as Prahlad was tested by Nishringa Bhagavan to see if he had any material desire. So was Haridas Thakur. Prostitute came. Who's that prostitute? That same one? Hmm? <laughs> Unless you give him a <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Hmm? <laughs> But if she was to appear in a parallel leela, she had to appear like a prostitute. She came to distract Haridas Thakur from his chanting. What did Haridas Thakur do? He said, yes, I'll satisfy you. Just let me finish my rounds. Of course, his rounds went all night. She fell asleep. When she woke up, he said, now I'm starting the next day's rounds. 
So you have to wait the next night, three nights like this. She's hearing. Now, this is her boyfriend from lifetimes ago. Now he's a Mahabhagata in Gaurlila. She's still coming. She's gathered Sukriti, take long time. Now she's come. She's hearing from Takuraidas Harinam. And she said, now, you know, I've heard three days I want to be a devotee like you. He said, you shave your head, wear white, take Tulsi, and take Tulsi Mala, and chant Harinam. Your life will become perfect. This way he, can per- he made her life perfect also. So they both came from a small beginning, hmm? ended up like this. Hmm? So we should be careful about our desire. Hmm? Keep good company. Hmm? Take seriously all devotional practices. Remember the examples of great devotees like Prahlad Maharaj. Pray sincerely and we'll have the good fortune to enter into Gaurila also. Bhut Pramanandi, Nisringa Bhagavan ki jai, Bhakti Prahlad Maharaj ki jai, Bhut Bhakti Vrinda ki jai, Bhut Pramanandi, Hari Hari Bhut.